and welcome to the RPG Blender, where we give lesser played games or forgotten settings the roll of dice they deserve. I'm your host, Game Master George, thrilled to welcome you to the next chapter in our adventure. Our heroes have met Useless Sparrow upon arrival in this new city. What news does their old friend bring of the realm? Find out as we explore a new land of power and ancient secrets in Exalted, Useless Sparrow. Welcome to the RPG Blender. I am your host, Game Master George, as we return to the world of Exalted. So let's dive right in and meet our cast. Starting off with Craig. Say hello, Craig. Howdy, howdy, everybody. Uh, it's me, Craig, playing good old uh, stick in the mud, Darren Barath. Happy to be here, gang. <laughs> and as we've been doing, someone can get to ask you a question. So does someone... Would someone like to volunteer to ask that question? Or should we have our guest for the evening just ask of both? Oh, Ooh. yes, oh my God. do it. Uh-oh. Do my little twist in a moment that just popped into my head like the sadist uh -oh. I am. Welcome do to the nightmare, it. Peter. Welcome to the nightmare. <laughs> Are you game well, for it? Yes. This is your chance. You've watched them slog through how many episodes now? You can ask them anything you'd like. <laughs> Okay, Theorem. Um, I think that came up way back when we were dealing with the demons. But how does Theorem see demons that he summons? Does he see them as people? Um, I think no. Uh, I think he sees them as other creatures entirely uh, and reflects on himself and all of like the you know traditional mortal races of of creation as like his people, his the individuals that he seeks to protect. It's sort of like the uh, you know in the in the in the food chain, right? The cycle of life. He's like, uh, I don't I don't need to fight for demons. These things come in so many different shapes and sizes and have other things, and we uh, have hands and brains, and that's what we have. Uh, so I actually don't don't think he does. A slippery slope to What's the uh, to your future self. Right. A little, a little, a little disturbing how there's that, that confident overlap, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's very interesting. <laughs> so next up we have Greg say hello, Greg. Hello, it's me, Greg. I'm here and I play Atramalic. I'm a fun person and I am not crazy at all or <laughs> evil. I'm not an abyssal. What's that? Who knows? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's me. I'm here. I'm ready for my question. I'm ready. I can so, take it. who does Adramalik blame for his family's downfall? Oh, that's a tough one. Because <laughs> um, he, he definitely doesn't blame himself, although he is definitely responsible. Um, but he doesn't blame himself. Um, I think... Oh, that's really. Oh, hang on, I gotta think about that for a second. That's a Peter tough came one. To play, goddamn! <laughs> I came prepared. Like, okay. In case you didn't ask any of your questions, in so let's ground. see. I prepare one for each of you. Apparently, yeah. they're all coming handy. I think. Good. I think good. he blames Jasper. I think he blames Ooh. Jasper, his friend Jasper, um, who kind of grew up alongside him. Um, uh, who's now a dragon blooded. I think, I think he blames Jasper for, you know, being the, uh, uh, what's, what's that called? Not bad influence, but just like catalyst. Yeah. The yeah. Catalyst for your steps down the dark path. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, he was the one who introduced me to gambling with my marbles when I was about a wee lad. Mm -hmm. He's the one who introduced me to the, uh, the, the whoring and the drinking and the, you know, <laughs> 
lascivious lifestyle. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously his fault, you know, mm-hmm. not mine. Good use of the word yeah. lascivious. I, I think that's that's at least a two dot stunt. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you can have a two dot stunt on your uh, introduction. Mm. Moving Let's along, go. we have Rich. Say hello, Rich. Hello, everybody. I am Rich. I play Smiling Mountain, the ultra nice giant who uh, has never smashed anyone to death. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> well, I, I, saw, I heard your introduction. I was like, we're lying. So. <laughs> that was the theme. Thank you. Followed you. Lies. So, how does Mountain feel about his betrothal? Uh, I... These questions are so good. <laughs> they are. I think, I think for Mountain, his betrothal is is probably a bit of like a, a, a shame point for him, though he doesn't bring it up because it, it, he is very much someone that likes to do what is expected. That's why he became a dragon uh, like disciple and everything like that, went through all that training and everything um, because it was expected of him. Um, so I think with the betrothal, he does kind of view that as like he is running away from something that is expected of him. Um, and beyond that, if you've noticed with Mountain, the way that he interacts with people, he is very much like, I am promised to a woman, I should be with that woman because I am promised to her because she is more important than me because that's the society that we live in. So like, I'm like, this, this is what I should be doing. Um, so I do also think that's one of the reasons that he probably is careful about giving his name isn't just like, oh, I'm on the run because of what I am because we've been pretty hush hush about what we are um but also because there is a lot that he's running away from familial wise so not great doesn't feel great about it <laughs> damn that was good been very hush hush about your name until Adramalic blurted it yeah, out at just, the end of just the- said it just <laughs> said it last getting episode. the name right yeah. We spent a lot of time in that boat together. That was some character growth. I'm finally referring to you as your actual name. That's the time for the growth. That's when it comes. Yeah, when it when it's most inconvenient to you. Yes. <laughs> Not for nothing. When you were like, we have a visitor. Like at the end of last session, I was like, it's because he used my name. This son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly. And joining us this evening, welcome Peter. Coming in Hi. with these hardball questions. <laughs> I can't introduce prepare. yourself. Right. So, hi there. I'm Peter. I'm also part of the Sponsored by Nobody podcast, here to play some game as Ragara Royale, a solar eclipse. Some people might know him by some other name, like Eustace Sparrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, oh who God. would like to ask our new friend a question? Do we only get I can, one? I'll throw it at him. I mean, <laughs> yeah. should we conspire as a group and ask one, or are we Absolutely. allowed to just? Absolutely. If you if, if you got unless a question, so, unless you got one, I I believe I believe in you. I believe. Yeah, you. mine would be easy. Like I, have a I would, it would be a very softball question. I mean, well, yeah. everybody asking a question then. All right. Ooh. You hey, you want to open yourself oh up? Oh my to that? gosh, Peter! Go so it. much Either information. Up, right? <laughs> Glutton for punishment. Hell yes, here to play. All right, cool. Greg, start us off. Yeah. So, uh, why are you in Seattle School? Um, he was uh, just living his best dial and needed some place to, you know, chill for a while. So, hey, this well. is a nice place. Oh, Plus, you know, it's very cultured and so on. And he's picking up, you know, his passion for uh, performance, for the arts and so on. So, it's a perfect place to go. Nice. 
Look at that. We have somebody who actually knows Exalted on this podcast. Who now. knows what Shadow exactly. is and not just, it's a city. Well, and that, and that, but he that, also knows we don't know. So he could yeah. say anything. That's true. <laughs> that's true. He could, he could tell us anything. We'll be like, that's power canon of- now. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> uh, that, but that segues into my, my question, which is less useless Sparrow focused and, and more Peter focused, which is how much experience do you have with the game of exalted like what's your what's your background in this you know ours ours is stumbling through and making george <laughs> remind us how to play the game from time to time again uh so where'd you begin well i started by coming to our prince of the universe exalted game that's podcasted also the second half of it already people were established and so on and so on so I started there and I started doing some back reading for that. That was like a lengthy campaign similar to what we're having here. Mm. After that, we had a couple smaller games and pretty much like getting deeper into the weeds here from there. So it's been a few years of like on and off exposure to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a few years of gaming in it and, and a full yeah. and a full campaign plus a couple of like yeah. uh, mini like, campaigns. Well, like the, the big problem there though is like the campaign uh, use a different system and so on. So I haven't had that much experience in Exalted Third Edition itself, the ah. mechanics, but the world, the backstory, so on and so on. That's I know more of than the hands-on system. Oh, okay. So when so- I BS something, you're gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, there's been so much stuff written that you know I'm not questioning it. Probably second edition or something. <laughs> All right. Good question. So that brings us to Rich. What do you got? How has Sparrow been surviving this this time between the time where we left Sparrow to now? Like, so obviously you have like Deerma Mountain who like started a mercenary band and very much have gone like underground, but have been trying to like build something up in the background. What has Sparrow been up to? Well, how, Sparrow, how, how have you been surviving? I guess I should be the question. Sparrow went the exact opposite way. And since he's good at talking to people, convincing them of things that aren't true, he lied his way, you know, pretending to be a dynast, the actual like dragon blooded. <laughs> wow. What <laughs> a bold face lie. That's so <laughs> clever. Oh, this is why I'm so powerful. I'm dragon blooded. <laughs> I mean, oh he like, uh, got some hearthstone to change his anima to be more air aspected and so on and so on and then you know enough lies plus oh no backing God. and you know genius that's all of that so yeah no that makes also perfect sense for the character because again we were all training to be dragon blooded so you were already intimately familiar with what they want to see so that's that's yeah. perfect yeah genius mm-hmm. cool and definitely something your party could use tell me about it a face. I mean, <laughs> don't <have an> <laughs> All right. So then this is your chance to torture me. What do we got for me? You know what? We torture you all the time. Peter, what, 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 you go ahead. You know? and were you, were you, were you that prepared that you had something to fire away at, at George or were you just, <laughs> I think that's been part of some newer episodes yet haven't been released. So I haven't prepared anything for George. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ask him one thing about the world or campaign can be background stuff it can be about the campaign whatever you'd like or if you need help from them because they're you know up to date feel free to tap them i guess you don't want to be like asking spoilers like oh who's behind this machination (laughs) (laughs) who's the villain is is a question we try to dodge okay maybe a broad thing are you taking an inspiration for the big plot from some published campaign is this another one of those things or is Uh, this something there there is some inspiration from a 
uh, published campaign, of course, uh, because while well, the campaign itself is not perfect, there is a lot of good meaty stuff in it for how the world changes as a result of various things. So there is definitely some inspiration being taken from a certain uh, published campaign, which I think you know what I'm talking about. I think I do. <laughs> yeah. And they I do don't. not. Wait, no, wait, no, I don't. Ignorance. I don't want, I don't want to know. Code. My curiosity is question, better. That's more questions. Ah, hmm? uh, yeah, that was only one question. All right, we got to ask next time, next time. Best kind <laughs> of question leads right into, all right, previously on Exalted. Our heroes emerged from their dreams and had a meeting with Roxy, where they arranged, well, they reached a, a modicum of an arrangement to stay out of her way as she conquers her area and to perhaps cooperate a little bit with the acquiring of certain cities along the Two Forks River, or the Great Forks River. However, they also bargained for an unexpected boon from her, which was the traveling of Lore with their party. Lore of Autumn now joining them on their trek to the south. However, at a, a fairly significant cost as due to the lost manpower that she would be incurring during this absence, she has demanded of them the heart of one usurper for every month in which she is traveling with the party. They then made their way back to the city of Nachara and... Quick, uh, I won't say quickly. I won't say quickly. They got some boats. <laughs> they picked up an army along the way uh, and they made their way to the city of Chiaroscuro. Chiaroscuro, however it's pronounced, I'm pronouncing it Chiaroscuro. Maybe there's a better way. We'll find out. Along, oh yes, the wife is in the other room trying to correct my pronunciation and I can't hear her, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, along the way, they attempted... They attempted to stop at Nathir and Nexus to convince them to just ally with the party and uh, in the hopes of in the hopes of pushing back against Roxy, the, the damage they think that Roxy would do in conquering yeah. these cities. Whether that has taken any roots, we may never know. Not but we find ourselves anymore. in Chiaroscuro, where Mountain has registered his uh, mercenary band, which is named what? Now that you've had a week to think about it, Rick Panels, because that's all I've been thinking. <laughs> 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 we are the they, their shields are just panels in his basement. <laughs> they form a shield uh, wall, and uh, with as, like it as looks part like of the introduction yeah. of this yeah. mercenary party, Adramalik was so kind as to give the name Smiling Mountain to yeah. the official. Yeah, it's mine now. That's just out there. Uh, I'm, I got to pay taxes uh, again. Then that so night, cool. then that night, Mountain was approached by one of his guard, telling him that there was someone on the ship who had arrived and wished to speak with him, making his way up top because he is ever the genial sort who will never say no to a conversation with anybody. He found himself face to face with an old friend, Useless Sparrow, and that is where we will begin. Mountain uh, immediately runs up and gives Sparrow just the biggest bear hug, lift, <laughs> lifting him high into the air. Uh, not too tight, but definitely with complete unabashed, uh, just, just, oh, my friend! Uh, and then you know, just, just absolutely picks him up. Yeah, definitely picks him up like a twig. Hi, <laughs> 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 uh, hi. It's been I, a while. He puts you down and I dust off your shoulders. Where have you been? How have you been? You are alive. This is great. 
Been here, there, you know, traveling from north to south, and yourself. Uh, we should get the and everyone else. We not have to tell you this story more than once. Uh, oh, you too. Oh yes, of course. I mean, I had to keep an eye on one of you. You were a bit more slippery, so you know. <laughs> well, lead the way. Uh, yeah, I go back onto the uh, boat, and I will immediately. Uh, yeah, I, I still have enough social truth. I knock on Durham's door uh, <laughs> fairly rapidly. Also, is this a safe spur place? I mean, it's Can my boat. Is, is this a safe port? You would probably. I mean, uh, you know, uh, there's some infiltrating, maybe, or. No, no, my okay. people are hard to infiltrate, and it's just my men on this boat. Okay, it's good to know. Uh, shortly following the knock, Dear answers the door. Morning. It turns. Sparrow. Ah! <laughs> and it's Sparrow. Theorem! <laughs> uh, useless Sparrow. Uh, and he'll take a moment and. Like reach out a hand awkwardly for a handshake, probably the most. Yeah, you know, handshake. Oh, warm, warm for Feshire be upon you. Uh, right back at you. You were just here. How did you? How did you know we were here? Did you know we were here? Well, I heard that you know there's some smiling mountain you know in the city, <laughs> and you know I don't know that many of those, so I figured I'd check what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Your face tightens momentarily. <laughs> Well, you found us. Uh, it's good to see you. We have uh, a lot to catch up on. I have a feeling your experience has probably been as eventful as ours, to say the least. I'm guessing. I could definitely say that. Sure, let's catch up. Yeah, we should probably, he says, turning to Mountain, uh, introduce you to our uh, new companion as well. He is like us, but <clears throat> different. He's all dark, made of shadows. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, but he means well, I think. Uh, here, let's go to his boat, I guess. Um, or, or would it be better to send a runner, get him over here? Yeah, I'll do that. All right. We could treat him to a meal once. Or oh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, there's once. probably not a lot. He'll probably have to bring his own stuff. This is, this is a lot of bread and meats over here. Probably already. Well, tell, tell the runner to uh, pack him with a, uh, a breakfast to go. Mountain does not do that. He's like, uh, tell them, tell one of his people, you know, that there's probably not going to be a lot to eat over here. You know, they'll take care of it. Of course, sir. Is there Good anything night. else? Uh, oh, um, just keep uh, tell everyone to keep a bit of an eye out. Uh, we're a bit more uh, exposed here than we have been in the past. We've been keeping kind of more to the fringes. This is a bit closer to the action. You catch my meaning? Hmm. I understand, sir. Good man. And I give him a clap on the shoulder and send him off. Okay. He leaves your presence, his hand a little closer to the weapon on his belt as he makes his way over to the boat soldier. of Adramalic. He is greeted at the edge of the boat by Horus. Horus is your typical guard. Yep. Horus yeah. approaches. Mm. What can I do for you? So we have need of Adramalik. May he please come with me to the other boat. I'll let him know. He then goes down to Adramalik's sleeping quarters and knocks on the door. No, I said the massage can be tomorrow, later. It doesn't have to be this morning. It's fine. It's totally fine. My sincere apologies, my lord. We have All right, if you insist, come, I can do it now. It's fine, it's fine. Horace makes his way in and uh, walks up to Adramalik and starts, because I assume he doesn't do this very often, starts awkwardly starting to give a massage as he... Wait. <laughs> Horace, why are you... I thought, are they not waiting outside? What? I'm sorry, Oh, you had something sir? else to tell me. I yes, so sorry. a runner has come from uh, the other boat and they wish your presence... Oh, great. Uh, uh, you may wish to 
bring food. I... But they don't have. Wait, I I make them breakfast, but they're not. So you and I both know needs. that you have a far superior sense of taste to them. You yeah, would not wish to palate. sully your palate with their military rations. I'm sure. <sighs> Thank you, thank you. Is is Jessica up? Is she able to, to prepare something? I will wake her at once. Thank you, thank you. Horace goes off to awaken Jessica. Yes. Cass Jessica. Bros. Oh. No, that's that's actually, place. that's regular. Yeah, that's that's actually. No, Stephanie is the cook, but, oh, but Jessica, right. Jessica is, uh, she's got some, you know, she's like the person who like packages stuff. <laughs> Stephanie would be up because Stephanie would be cooking. <laughs> They leave their name. They leave their true names from creation behind and take simpler <laughs> names like Jessica and Stephanie, and Samantha. One day you'll find Helen. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm fixing all the names, one, one person at a time. <laughs> Jessica is awoken from her slumber and quickly moves to prepare you a lavish to-go breakfast. Awesome. I, uh, you know, pamper myself, sort of dust off um, the robes that I got from uh, Roxy's city uh, that are, you know, I'll make sure I'm presentable. Uh, I get Uba up from his his little lounging bed, uh, make sure he's presentable as well. You, you got a little on your on your chin. Just... There you go. Good boy, good boy. All right. Up on the shoulder. Here we go. Up, up. Oh, you're so much more nimble than before. I see. I told you that exercise would do you good. Very, very good, Uba. All right. Off to the boat. And he'll scoop up the provisions and he'll make his way onto the uh, You the almost boat with... think that you see in Uba's eye a look of longing when you say that. Back to the days where he was fed fat and happy in Raxi's domain. <laughs> what a good monkey. <laughs> <laughs> they you have to take care of animals. <laughs> mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. All right. Uh, you are given your breakfast as well as a smaller uh, parcel for Uba and make your way over to the boat. Yep, I head on. I head on over. But you are escorted by the guard who brings you down to Dirham's chamber. Is that where you were? Is that where you no, remain? No, we'll we, we have like a meeting hall. Yeah. Like in there, or like a room, like with like a table You have and a stuff. cargo hold. Sure. You probably but, but we have a, a table with paper on there. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you didn't get a fancy boat here. <laughs> I don't know what Atch bought me. I <laughs> buy only the best. In my eyes, this is the peak of of, of ganache or whatever. The I don't peak know. Peak of the mountain. Like, yeah. Exactly. Hey, that's the and, name of the boat. Peak of the mountain. And I and I pushed uh, two boxes so together, and we have a table. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, and you see, seated or standing around this table, you see Deerum Mountain and someone that you do not recognize. Hello, good morning. Who uh, is this? Is this the cook? Uh, I brought my own food, so you don't have to worry. Edramalek, this is our very good friend Sparrow. Sparrow, this is Edramalek. Uh, he ascended with us. Oh, wait, wait, we're just, we're coming out and saying it. Oh, yeah, he's one of us. He, 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 he was, he was there he's when there. it happened. Yes. It's not really come, just coming out and saying it. He actually it. ascended first. Yeah, he did it before us. Oh! Oh, and you. Oh, okay. All right. This, this is all before my time. It's so good to meet you. Sparrow, was it? Yeah. Um, one question for you. How, like, distinct is, you know, Adra Malik as a character, like, you know? Oh, what does he... he look like? How does he appear? Um, or, like, or Does he appear very visually distinct? Um, I think. I would say in his current regalia, yes, he's rather striking. He has this um, sort of very formal, you know, flowing uh, silks uh, from uh, Roxy's domain, Mahalanka. Um, and 
he's he's got i mean appearance wise he's just like a, a boyish looking um uh, boy <laughs> he's very young looking um he doesn't have any defining features he's just of normal stature and build other than your small. monkey feet right I was gonna say, uh, don't you have monkey feet and a monkey? I have a monkey. Yeah, there's a monkey on my shoulder and my feet. I have I have boots on. You know, you never know. <laughs> you'll never but know. The, the soles are cut out. You, you don't see underneath. <laughs> How close is the familial resemblance from Adramalik to the rest of his family? Um, <laughs> like, did he get a lot of the dominant traits of uh, the family? House or Sinus? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think like like facially, he's he resembles uh, Sinus Lanawe as well um mm -hmm. you know he doesn't have may maybe the same stern features you know that sort of that haughty look and the the, the more angular uh, jawline because she just clenches her teeth so much um he's definitely a lot more relaxed and his mouth is slightly agape um uh but he's not far off from looking like her i'm sorry <laughs> oh, rich okay. is laughing at me <laughs> when you said like agape like i just just don't worry, like, don't yeah, worry about like, what i was thinking i was thinking yeah yeah the the, the act like the like the like the actors and they take pictures of them and they're like yeah the mouth's slightly open like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. not like his <laughs> mouth is like oh <laughs> i understand did that answer your question Sorry. yeah so uh you know correct me if i'm going over the limp here but i guess you know uh royal would look him over and you know see the family resemblance maybe notice you know something and go like oh by Pasaya upstairs is this you Sinistendala? come here brother <laughs> Uh, perhaps if they really knew my family, because I've been disowned. Uh, he just said so, that. Oh, he said that. Yeah, he said that. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Darren will double take hearing that. Hey, uh, 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 do I make a limit roll, George? George? <laughs> Only if you, you acknowledge, acknowledge it. it. Only if you acknowledge Which it. Which we all know yeah. that he always does. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, I, yep. I was like reading some like Swedish thing, like, you can dramatically say, oh no, that de name is dead to me now. And so, so <laughs> avoid it. But he never says it. He just goes, because <laughs> like, in the vault. I, I can't, I can't not acknowledge. All right. Well, also, it's your last name, which is like, did he use your first name? He said the whole, said the whole yeah. thing. He said the whole name. Oh, the whole thing. I, only heard, I only heard the second part. S Sinister. Yeah. Yeah. He got it right off the bat. Hot damn. All right. Plus also, I, you know, someone has got one and, you know, <laughs> so the hard to read. <laughs> All right, let's get that roll. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find where it, what am I? It's just Probably my. Can. This one's uh, this one's the simple. Uh, oh, easy. Oh wait, no. This one was this was the one that we were doing as your essence rating, wasn't it? Yeah, essence rating. Yep. Right. My essence is higher now, so I'm it more is. like video oh, crazy, right? Yeah, because this is three. yeah. As you become stronger, more attuned to this darker nature, this threatens you more. Oh boy, I oh, got. No. Oh no. No, oh, wait, no I botched. Now. <laughs> I botched. That's good, right? It's good that I botched. Oh yeah, you want to go low. Yeah, you, you want to go zero low. successes on three dice. That is the opposite of how you guys usually roll. Why can't you roll high on these and low on everything else? <laughs> Every time we uh, roll inside of this platform, it destroys us. Yeah, right. Mrs. We want this <laughs> game to go forever, George. Forever. We are using to have you know the limit break right here, right now. Right. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. what, did, what did you say to him when you approached? Because I don't think he quite caught that it was in character. Yes. Yeah, uh, so yeah, Royal, address him by his name, and you know, call your brother, and you know, reach out to hug you. 
<laughs> he kind of like literally like freezes his his hands go rigid he clenches his his teeth uh now looking even more strikingly like sinis linale uh, <laughs> and he kind of just like like he, he he becomes so stiff and rigid that uba like topples like off his shoulder and sort of like like scrabbles on the silks like dragging his robe slightly off and he's like his shoulder becomes like bare and he's just like just completely frozen there he doesn't hug you back he I, just, I'm gonna, just, I, I do like a like a like a like a soothing like I put my hand on Adramalik's back and I like put like another hand here and I and I'm looking at Sparrow and I say this is Adramalik it's so nice to meet and, you. I, and I try and give him like like a knowing like Adramelic, and I just say it one more time and I nod. Ah, uh, I get it. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but that's okay. Uh, either either way, uh, Adramelic here has also uh, sort of joined our ranks in regards to our um, our goal. Yes, you, you know of me, Sparrow. Well, yes, I married My- your sister. Let's roll those dice, shall we? No, how do you introduce a character to an established game? Tie with everybody. (laughs) If Sneerum was drinking something at that time, he would have spit took. Oh boy. Right? There there we go. That's two successes. Oh, stop acknowledging. Oh, uh, where are you up now? Too high. What do I do, George? What do I put this? What happens in your limit section? What is your limit? Oh my! Oh my God! Oh, hang on. Edit. Okay, that's got to be up this. to six, right? It's pretty high. I'm pretty sure. Oh my God! What is what is the number that oh, we God. don't want to hit? 10. Ben. Oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. Uh, and with those two more successes, I am at a seven. I knew it. Oh, I knew boy. it was going to be close. To that. <laughs> um, yeah, I've already acknowledged her, so so mm-hmm. I have to. Yeah, looks like if it happens like more than once per scene, does yeah. it trigger? I, I would probably, I, I would rule it that it would be a, a specific trigger would only happen once per scene. Otherwise, oh, like, it's just. Or like okay. a highest trigger or something like that. <laughs> Maybe, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I, I've already acknowledged it. Um, mm-hmm. You know her. Is she, is she well? Yeah, she's fine. You know, staying in the blessed aisle, but she's fine. <sighs> Uh, roll me your roll me your essence again, please. One success. Okay. Uh, with one success, as you acknowledge this, your sister as the memories flood into you, uh, and you you ask after her well being, you feel some part of yourself almost pushing against you. Uh, it's a it's the briefest of moments that it happens, but you do distinctly feel almost a pressure from within yourself that then retreats and is gone. That is, uh, that is very good. And then you bring good tidings. It is a wonderful day to have you here on this ship. Do you bring any other news? I mean, there aren't that many other news, I don't think. So huh. I think that's the biggest one, Pat Pat. he kind of like as you pat him he sort of recollects his bearings and like pulls his robe back up and pats his his leg for uba to scamper back up onto his shoulder dirham will look to grab like an idle crate and sort of pull it over to our makeshift crate table 
padded <laughs> for Adramouth to see, to sit with us. Um, well, Sparrow, we'd love to hear if you've had any discoveries. I mean, if I remember correctly, we parted ways with you going in your direction to see if you could discover of any other um, people like us. And I don't know if you you found any, but we've actually found quite a few. Um, any luck on your end? Besides this one, we also had another friend, Strings, who's off doing something that escapes me a bit. Oh, what was he doing again? I don't remember. Strange. Wonderful fellow. Had a beautiful horse. Yeah, but uh, off fighting for the same cause, to say the least. More, uh, more of putting a foothold in the way of those who look at us as anathemas. No, I haven't had any runnings with anathemas. Just the only interesting person I've met was... A starry-eyed fellow, peaceful somber after a libatious celebration. That's a mouthful of a name. Uh... I mean, if you recall, my my name is also a mouthful. Like, the full what? name is Ragara, even though useless, the Koisong the Sparrow brings warmth to the heart. <laughs> yeah, that is a lot to say. I'm not going to call you that. I'm just going to call you Sparrow. I, I hope why, you don't mind. That's why we kept to that. I mean, among friends, that. yes, but maybe out and about, just Ragara <laughs> Royale, that's... My, you know, uh, name more useful in public. Wing, the Bumia Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair enough. Uh, we can make sure that there won't be any other um, slips of uh, identities. Um, well, uh, maybe you can help us out a bit then. You've been here for how long now? Um, I mean, how long has it been? Like, probably uh, he's been here maybe for like a few months. Like, it wouldn't be that long because the time space between, like, you guys being up north to Nexus to, mm-hmm. to the thing wasn't all that long. So, yeah, he spent some time in the best dial and then he came over here, and that's pretty much his travel. Mm-hmm. So, it's only been a few months. Okay. Well, you're more familiar with the area than we are. Um, we're trying to get to Jim. Oh, you've got still ways to go then because. I mean, gems far off in the west, and then you have to still go south through the desert. Yes. Uh, so we've been told <clears throat> we have we have mounts to be able to help us through the the leg of the uh, the landed expedition, and we thought to keep our uh, main body of uh, of 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 our unit here so that we would not uh, stir up too much trouble. But our thought was to go further and a smaller, quicker boat in theory to uh, Paragon. And then from there, travel through to Gem. Any thoughts? We are going to just ride Paragon and then to Gem, but I'm fine with that too. Would it be? I mean, I think if you want to go by water, you might go as far as the lap even, and then, you know, go more directly south. I think that's the closest. The lap is inland, here. though. No, I don't know. I haven't looked at a map. Well, it's more in some west time. than it is in. Yes, I mean so it's I not directly. I mean, we might as well ride yeah. on so, the way. I think it might have some river stuff there, or whatever. But at least uh, it's way closer than Paragon. Can you share a map again, George? <laughs> and at a minimum, even if you could, uh, taking smaller boats there would allow you to then set ground yeah. somewhere that isn't a city, as opposed to your. Big boats that can transport an army. <laughs> right. The lap then. Hmm. Are you familiar with it at all? Uh, Yoram says I heard it's like to recollect. Well, I heard it's like the breadbasket of the south and you know, one of the important realm strongholds and so on and so on. And I guess he starts you know describing if you want the nature of it, where there's like it's a city located on the lap of a giant mountain of a monk statue that's you know really lush and verdant and so on and so on for some geomantic ancient reasons 
So the entire city is like resting on his balls? No, on his lap. Oh, but, but where where's the where's like you know the nether underground? Oh, I would like to visit that very much. I mean, they did build a temple on top of the wood chakra, so yes, you could visit that. I I would Literally. like to do nothing more. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. So when do we leave? Soon, uh, yeah. As soon as, as soon as we have our people ready, we can go. Yeah. We are. We're simply waiting for the, I guess the the dock representative to ensure that. Oh, I'm sure we'll be allowed at passage into the city post haste. I mean, you know, the expedition fee was uh, rather costly, <laughs> but I think it uh, will hasten things in our favor. Are you planning to stay in Cherescura or leave as soon as possible? I was planning on leaving my uh, my faithful to uh, remain in the city, perhaps spread the message and uh, integrate themselves into society. Um, but uh, I was planning on just bringing myself and Uber, of course. Yes, Uber. Yeah. Oh, yes. Grapes. Oh yes, all the grapes you could possibly want. Paradise. That seems impossible. <laughs> well, we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll have to get there first. But yes, hopefully sooner than later, we'll be making our leave. Uh, we are, we're in pursuit of Pluton. I mean, we killed him back then. Yes, thought, he, yes we did. He's back. He is uh, something much darker and has knowledges of things that could, uh, I mean, not to uh, overdo it, but could probably end all life on creation. We got to see some really cool shit in a magic mirror. Um, basically, the destruction of everything from... Yeah, a monster beyond all understanding. And that's all from a hungry dead? No, he, he is uh, reassembling a, a creature uh, of disease, mutation, and vengeance. Yes, five hearts of vengeance, to be specific. Yes, yes. At least that's what we believe. That's strange. I mean, Honestly. the fact that he's alive, the fact that he's reassembling an ancient creature of untold destruction. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there, but <laughs> it's, it's where we're at. Uh, so, could I make some roll to try <laughs> figuring out what they're talking about here? Uh, yeah, sure. You could make me, uh, I guess you could make me an intelligence lore if you're trying to... What, what do you, what you think? What's your avenue of approach here? Um, I mean, I do have lore with specialty of forbidden knowledge. I do have also a call for book knowledge. So either or. Okay. Uh, yeah, if Taking you... know to those specialties. <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see. I would allow either of them and you will get different information depending on which you choose. So you'll get more... Um, more theoretical historical accounts from lore, whereas from a cult, you'll get a little more of an insight into the magical nature of things. Okay, then then I'll use a cult and let me pump this up with some essence here. <laughs> oh, first nice. roll, first roll, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, why don't we just pump all 10 modes from personal? Ooh. I mean, that's well. So yeah, um, Royal uh, recalls with his eidetic memory all the you know various things he's like learning the heptagram, trying to study all the you know weird texts of you know weird uh, I'm guessing doom doomsdays or you know world ending creatures on this scale and what would fit here into something that has been possibly slain in ancient times, divided into five parts and. Could be coming back, I guess, 
Okay. So. <laughs> yep, you can have a two-dot stunt. Nice! Uh, Bring it in the heptagram. Okay, that's 20 dice then. Cast. Wait, I just have to say heptagram and I get a, a stunt? I'm, I'm banking that. <laughs> right, well, you have to say it appropriately. Write it down, write it down. <laughs> heptagram. So that's eight successes. Eight successes. Okay. Uh, the... You use the name of it, correct, Andromel? Yes, I called it. Well, I, I didn't use the full name, the Inheritor Reference of the Five, five hearts, hearts of Vengeance. Yeah. I just he said it's the creature of vengeance, and I said it has five hearts of those. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Uh, so the description of what is being talked about here, uh, obviously, five the, uh, is the number of elements. So there's some particular interest there. Uh, there's some. There's probably something uh, to do with the elements, uh, maybe the elemental poles, um, but. The idea of the five hearts of vengeance, uh, that harkens back to some tales you heard of a of it's not quite a shadow land to the north uh, in the modern. It might have been possibly becoming one, but there is a 100 mile stretch of land up in a city up near a city that used to be called Crystal. It is no longer uh, populated, long abandoned. Uh, but nearby, there is a land of decay. It is similar to a shadow land, but there is something different about it. There's a twisting nature to it, which uh, which doesn't quite resemble that of the nature of the underworld. It is almost like the it's almost like it is corrupted by the pure essence of wild death if i can if i can explain it that way it's like a combination of wild and the underworld uh, that has corrupted this 100 mile stretch of land and from there you do hear tales of the from your studies of the destruction of a beast by the anathema who recklessly took this thing down and upon doing so cursed that land through their hubris in the way that they dealt with it. And everything's fine. <laughs> the idea that it could be coming back, that's not something that is spoken of in the history, in the uh, in the legends. Uh, it is more when it is written down a tale of the of the unwise and reckless action of these Damn. ancient demons really got to twist the knife and rub that in george <laughs> these stupid dumb idiot solars <laughs> uncivilized who fucked up when they Meaningful. tried to stop but it ugly. remember who, right who wrote these histories yeah that's fair that's fair yeah. uh, okay five part heard of the five parts of vengeance that sounds like a weird tale is that in the north something yes oh my god did you look at a weird mirror thing too or are you just really smart no i study books damn dear him <laughs> this guy give you a run for your money i worked with him <laughs> <laughs> okay but yes that is exactly it in area of the five parts there are pieces of this creature. Pluton is collecting them. We can't think of any other reason why he would be collecting them unless he is trying to bring the creature back. And we can't think of any reason that they would have been separated if they could have been destroyed again unless it is to bring it back. Either you bring it back, or you're making some sort of artifice out of it, or some powerful ritual. There's plenty of uses for such remains of powerful things exactly. maybe whatever it is it's not good so we're just going to stop him and kill him again that's the plan 
That is sublime. Sounds good. So uh, you are staying in the city, yes? Oh, yeah, I was staying in the city. Hmm. Do you know any good bars in town? All right, so we have to get going. Do you want to yes. come with us? <laughs> Time is of the essence. We'd be happy to have your assistance. Well, we still have to wait for the, the, the approval. We can't to... leave the pier until they tell us, and then once we can leave the pier, we're going away. Well, if he knows where the bar is, I can sneak out with him, and then when the papers come, then we all leave. You know, I'm ready to go as soon as the papers come, honestly. I'm just saying, you know, as what is slippery as... We want this place to be quiet and safe so we can go and do our task without endangering our people of and course already suggesting breaking the laws here i i suggested breaking the laws i want everyone to remain on the boat i'm saying the one person who could get away with leaving the boat <laughs> is who what? let's let's look let, who would it be what does sneak out mean okay you? on the count of three everyone point at the person most likely to not get caught sneaking off the boat one two three Adramalik points at himself and Uber points at him as well. Deerum points at Uber. <laughs> well, of course, at Deerum because he doesn't know Adramalik. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I don't point at anybody. Adramalik. <laughs> we are literally trying to stop Pluton from probably destroying the world, and we have been delayed a month okay. and a half. So, that is not worth three hours that of is drinking. Not going to eat. You. Why are you risking the world for three I'm hours not of drinking? risking anything. You know you me. I are never risking get caught. The world <laughs> for three hours of drinking. You're risking What's your What's the point call? of saving the world if we can't appreciate the world? This is the world out there in Theorem that box. We can appreciate it at the next place where we're allowed to talk. Sarah looks to Sparrow what? over this dialogue and says, You were saying something. <laughs> so. You want to go to Jam to find Pluton and intercept him, probably. I'm guessing that if he's hungry dead, he might have some other her creatures with him. So you're leaving behind all your soldiers here, right? Your Mar company mountain. Marching the company through the burning sands is going to be problematic and potentially slow us down further. Whereas it never means to feed them either. quicker and deal with him appropriately. Plus, okay. keeping them here in the city, where it's a sort of station point as a port to maneuver around, it could be in our benefit if we need them to address a problem elsewhere while we're in absence. Unless, do you have an idea for a better means of travel? Uh, as far as the quickest route through the burning sands is what we thought, but the three of us versus, you know, a mercenary company and a bunch of looks at Adramel for a moment, looks back. People. Servants. <laughs> uh, does not sound like the best campaign to catch up. When we're already a significant amount of time behind. I don't think I know of any faster way of travel. And unless you have some sort of sorceress magic for moving, but then it'll be still only a few people, not the whole campaign. Right. Mm. Well, Dan was working on that. And Atramal gives him like a like a like a happy like look and, and a little thumbs up. <laughs> He's trying his gives best. A, gives, a, gives a weak <laughs> thumbs up back. I could I could move relatively quickly with one other person, but that's about it. <sighs> well, okay. horses it is. It just so happens that we were given three horses when we left uh, Nachara, but I don't need one because I have my own. And Atramalik snaps his fingers and blood oats like bursts out of the shadows of the barge. Oh, um, oh. <laughs> in the barge! Not in the boat! Not in the boat, Adramel! Get it out of here! Blood Oats rises from the depths, uh, piercing the bottom of the boat with its black uh, coat and fiery demeanor as it turns toward Adramalic. Steely glare. Not on the boat, Adramalic! Get it out of here! Oh, 
come on. I, he's all right. I just summon. I might as well give him something. And he'll like filch around in like the bag of like breakfast that he was provided and like pull out some oats and stuff that was given and just like quickly like like try and offer them to, to blood oats. It looks at the oats. It looks at you. Uh, you know oh, what it wants. Okay. <laughs> he, he whips out his dagger and just quickly like just on his hand and just like covers the oats in blood and just starts feeding it to the this giant creature. Get it out of here. What are you <laughs> doing? Okay, I'm feeding. I, I can't summon him and not give him blood oats. His name is blood oats. Yes, you can. Get it's it a, out. Get a, it it's out. A, it's a, you feel the rumbling voice in your head, Adramalic. Accepted. As it and then I, the I, de-summon, I de-summon him. It so looks part of your... It looks mildly annoyed at having been summoned here just to be dismissed <laughs> and then sinks through the floor once more, keeping a watchful eye on you the entire time. Yeah, if this is a ghost, it takes a lot of you, out of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is that part of your panoply, Adramalik? Is that what you're an exile My, my, pa- my panel what? My, your I mean, set of powers, your oh, portfolio? Yes. Yeah, I can I can do all sorts of stuff, including being very sneaky. I saw you pointed at Diram, and I have to be honest with you, he is not the most sneaky person. It's me. Excuse you. <laughs> so what are you, Dramalik? An exigent of horses? Yes, we call him the horse wielder. Well, no, that would be strings. Let's not, you know, I mean, as much as I love animals, I don't want to take all the laurels here. Strings is the horse person. I'm the sneaky person. I'm very quick with uh, my fingers. I can get in and out of places in a jiff. Um, and uh, I'm also just dashingly handsome and persuasive. What can I say? And humble. Don't forget about humble. Ah, that's too. Thank you, dear. Thank you. Says that without any sense of irony whatsoever. <laughs> So you're also uh, uh, hail from the sun, or? Um. Well, I mean, like the opposite side of the sun, whatever that is. I mean, I'm not quite so sure what I am, to be honest. So I, five days darkness. I haven't read books like Diram or you. <laughs> you, you I will you take your word for it. Darkness. We know. We know about the five days of darkness. Yes, you, no, That's no, that time five, where the sun goes away. Five days darkness. Oh the... yes. <laughs> the, the the what is it the the real, realignment of the spheres or whatever the, the, the conjunction of the, sound, the shadow the god yes. of the calibration mm-hmm. there calibration, is calibration. That's it. calibration but you are thinking of the actual calibration this is the god of calibration yeah oh truthfully, truthfully sparrow we haven't had time to look into what Adramalic truly is, but his his abilities are similar to our own, but obviously from a different source. We've been too busy saving the world. Honestly, I mean, if we wanted to take maybe an hour or so tonight, we could spend some time at the bar in the city and maybe sort of figure this out. I that's mean, are you down a, for that? That's not... I mean, I'm down, and if you guys can leave, go and bring the bar over here. <laughs> Ooh, oh, oh, that's, that's a good that's idea. That's at least a compromise. Uh, yes, I, I will go. I will go at once. Do you have any you one of your, go your guards? Anywhere. You stay here. Sparrow, okay, fine. I'll have Horace me? fetch it. It's fine. It's Nobody fine. goes. Also, we cannot go. We cannot go. I cannot. He won't leave the boat. He can bring things from his boat onto your onto this boat. Okay. All right. We'll we'll, we'll just bring. I have wine. All right. We can get it coming. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's better. That's fine. I think that's I think that's sufficient. I think we can walk from a boat to a boat. I don't think we're breaking any any uh, laws that way. Sparrow, sure. was he always so like rule following when he was with you in the academy or whatever? I mean, yes, he's you know quite a stickler for the rules here. I prefer my life in one piece, or as much as I can have it in one piece. These laws are made for a reason, are they not? Where has that gotten you? 
Tyrion. I'm still here, aren't I? Yes, as of as of we all. Well, actually, if I remember, and he gives him a big shit-eating grin. Adrabalik will just go to find someone to get alcohol. He's 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 got it in his head. It's all he wants, and he's all he can think about. Okay, so you go to your servants and ask them to go get alcohol. My, my followers, I, I didn't acknowledge it when he said it. Um, well, uh, if we, well, you guys can't leave the boat, then wouldn't your servants also not be able to leave the boat? We're just going from one boat to, we're not leaving the docks, right? Uh, They're just coming from that, one. You know, you're sending them off the town to buy some alcohol and bring it over. No, I got some wine in the stores. <laughs> and taking his own casks. It's on. Okay. It's on. It's on the provisions. It's on. The on the house, the baby. <laughs> it's like it's like tailgating on the docks. You know, people are just kind of walking around with steins and just they're not going. Yes. One boat to the other. Who cares? <laughs> exactly. We're in the sea. It's a lot of sea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. That's why they call uh, it sightseeing. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. So you send some of your followers. Your sorry. What do you call them? Your your followers. Yeah, yeah my followers. My family. Saying. My family. My followers. You know. Okay. You send some of your family out to acquire alcohol. Don't like that. Uh, they do not need to go. Well, actually, because it is late at this point. It's night. Um. Okay. Uh. Roll your rating in cult for me. Yeah, George, you're making me do this. <laughs> uh yes roll it plus your charisma oh okay thank you kindness um so just to describe what they're doing uh, in case that uh gives me any stuntage oh, absolutely um so adramalik of course you know uh goes back to the boat you know tells horace to like have everyone bring as much um wine and and drinks for uh, a party and maybe you know have um uh, samantha cook some stuff up uh for everyone um and uh he uh he has them like wear their house of adramalik uh black you know matching outfits and everything so you know they're they're they look very processional but also very blending in with the dark night you know because they're wearing blacks um as they bring um all the food and wine over uh very orderly very single file um yeah that's what i that's what happens all right uh just I will give you the two dot stunt because you so badly shot yourself in the foot there. But yep. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. They're not sneaking. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a smart person. We've already established this. Uh, all right. Let's see what happens. Was that a little risk? Yeah, that's just, that's right. You guys are gods. Mm, well, not, not really. You're better than gods. Three successes. Okay. Perfect. Three successes. Uh, your family scatters out into the night, their black robes surely hiding them amongst the well-provisioned uh, travelers. They make their way out into the surrounding area of the harbor, and before too long, they come back with a widespread of decadent delights, alcohols, and some local specialties. Yes. Sick. Set up a set up like some some like barrels and like crates and stuff on the on the deck and just like have a party going you know out out on the the ocean breeze you know out on the deck all out right on the deck there's no space to add in the storage all right we were all squished in that tiny little cupboard room blood oats came in and that was that was too much so we gotta mm -hmm. we gotta open this out you know open it up to the out air. on the deck so when you get drunk and start flaring our anima everybody will see it right 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 yeah what could <laughs> go wrong okay you set up your on party out on which dot on which uh boat on your mountain's boat, boat right uh -huh. i brought i just brought everything over to mountain's boat didn't i or no no that's fine it's up to you 
Where do you bring the supplies? Yeah, bring so it the in soldier boat. boat. Soldier boat. Yeah. <laughs> we're, now we're they can have Kobe some too. <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're not eating on the deck. It stays. It stays down below. We're talking about important things. We're not just gonna go drink all the things that you got I mean, from the city here that we shouldn't have what? gotten already. I don't, I, don't talk. I don't to know. If he got them from the city. I think he got them from. Spoke. No, I it was just it here on the port. We didn't leave the port. They didn't okay, go to the city. Okay. I told them, you know, to stay here. I know I'm following the rules, Mr. Rules. Okay. <laughs> but I do agree with them. We're not trying to just. All right. Well, you know. not everyone's going to be able to fit. Horace, Mark. Samantha, back, you, you're going to have to stay up here with with everyone. You know, we can't. Everyone can't fit down below decks. It's not not as big a boat as our boat. So, of I mean, course, you know. my lord, we are. We completely understand. We would not have deigned to assume that we would have been invited to the celebration. <laughs> then they turn around and no, begin to walk I, away. Well, you you would have. I mean, you are. This is that you could celebrate on. Uh, uh, <sighs> up together, but separately. <laughs> See, Sparrow gets it. Thank you. Someone who gets uh, me. Oh, well, this would be just like the good old times, back in the military. Yeah. Sitting yes. on the crates and drinking. Oh, only, I'd like to only... see this side of Deerum. And Adramalik will slyly pass him a, a, a stein. He begrudgingly takes it. Uh, as much as I'm allowed to have, I'm happy to do so. I mean, I didn't expect to even see you sparrow this is uh considering our recent adventures a stroke of good luck i would say yeah i didn't expect to see all of you here either just mountain because you know that's how it happened upon you wait you I thought i wasn't to gonna you. be with mountain what did you think was gonna happen to me you could have separated you know adjamalik covers uba's mouth with his hands <laughs> <laughs> takes a drink uh, not so easy my friend i have to follow one of you about it takes all the attention off of one. Actually, true. Oh, that's why he thought he was the stealthy one. Because he's not as big as... I get it. Yes, obviously. <laughs> I I can be stealthy. I don't know why everybody says that. No, 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 you don't have anything to prove. Why are you giving in to this? <laughs> I mean, between you and Mountain, I've, yes. I've, I've had too much already. And smash cut. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Unless anybody has anything to discuss no. over the evening. All right. I mean, if, 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 if we, we were, were going to get stuck in a beach episode, if we don't keep going. Yes, that <laughs> is true. entirely true. And remember what happened last time. So uh, I would say, if anything, we just kind of update Sparrow as best as we can about the, the that we are dealing with. Yeah. Anything yeah. you've heard Adramalic on the podcast, you know. That leads to one very important question. Do you share about your other surprise allies that you found in Nachara? What surprise allies? Are we oh, the dragon blood. The dragon blood. Mm. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, no, yes. I actually, literally, uh, Spar- Just so you you know, um, George Sparrow is literally one of like my intimacies. So I'm like, yep, yeah, absolutely. You get to know everything. Everything I know, you know. Yeah, I think we would we'd up we'd update Sparrow in, implicitly as, as like our, yeah. our oldest ally from the beginning of our new lives. All right. Um, so. so- yeah. <laughs> You know everything that has happened so far. Quite an info dump. And then we separated the god of nightmares into a god of dreams and nightmares. That was pretty. And now we're friends with Dragonborn. They're all caught up. <laughs> right, that was the god of us. You mentioned that was a demon. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I can explain that. And then he explains it for like six hours when we were in the <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Yeah, we get into the semantics of, you know, everything going on here. What is a god? Yeah. Well, it was a spirit that has a job. So actually, there is one thing I say as we get towards the end of the night after updating and all this stuff. So we've drunk, uh, mer- merry evening all. Um, Darren will say, uh, Mountain, could you grab uh, the wrapping that, that we put around the uh, the weapon? Take it off my back. Yeah. And he'll undo it and roll out the 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 piece of the, what is it, the mural or the, uh, the tapestry? Oh, yeah. The, the paint, or the, yeah, the tapestry. The tapestry of, of fate. The piece yeah. of the loom of fate. Yeah. Yeah. He'll roll that out, and he'll, that and he'll keep go, on your back. Yes, and he'll <laughs> and he'll 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 wave Sparrow over as he as he as he rolls it out. One day someone's gonna shoot me in the back, and that invincible thing is gonna protect me. So that's <laughs> true. Um, but he'll but he'll display it and show him and go. This uh, is besides you know the litany of weapons from our past and whatnot. This is something that um, it's got to play a big role in some way, shape, or form with whatever is coming to pass. So I guess Ray will start examining it to try to figure out what this might be. Ah, would this be another roll or? Uh, yeah, you could give me an intelligence occult roll there. Okay, let's bump this up. Ah. Okay. Have I ever thrown an intelligence occult on this thing? I feel like I did in the beginning, right? When we first saw yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think you did. I okay, don't think cool. the roll went well. All right. Then this is perfect then. This is a perfect little narrative moment. But that was like two years ago. So who knows anymore? It was before Nachara. Yeah. Right, 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 right. The world has become before Nachara. Yeah. <laughs> For now, wait. Just you wait. We'll have more timeline little stints here. So, um, do you know that it's a part of the tapestry of fate or not? I don't, I don't think, think so. I think, like George said, I think my role was complete crap when I actually did uh, yeah. this. We know but, it's important, but yeah, we were aware that there was there was some significance to this piece, which is why we've kept it with us uh, uh, this whole time. Okay. So, Aurora will start examining, looking at it, seeing that you know it is magical and so on. So. He's figured, well, maybe, you know, examining it with eyes isn't that good enough. So he'll start, he'll take out a flute of his and start seeing whether it resonates with some music or perhaps uh, something like that. Ashenbach yeah, starts uh, drunkenly like dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, long tone. So, seeing, okay. you know, what goes in there. How much? Okay. One or two? You can have a two. Okay. And I'm going to toss another 10 at this. Essence yes. of this. So. Yes. Might as well. Uh, 13 successes. <laughs> 13 successes. Goodness <laughs> well, me. Well, if we didn't know, we certainly do know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is clearly, uh, this is clearly something. How well known is the Loom of Fate in the modern? Something well, something that's disappeared into. Well, the Loom of Fate is like, okay. maidens are known. Mages spin fate yeah. in the Loom of Fate. Plus, I also have a sidereal mentor, so mm-hmm. that probably would update me as well. Very true. Okay. But, you know. Makes sense. Uh, okay, so what this appears to be is uh, it's it's obviously connected to the Loom of Fate, which you are familiar with. Uh, this appears to have been some kind of uh, piece of it or an offshoot from it, which was woven and then s- removed. Decidedly not invincible because it was removed from the Loom of Fate. So someone had to have been able to, at some point, uh, get it out of there. Uh, this, The fact that it is uh, reacting to whoever comes near it uh, shows that it is not complete. There, It's 
rather is lacking some uh, tie to a specific moment and is instead reacting to the final fate of whoever is the nearest person to it. Uh, effectively, it's serving as a window into the loom of fate itself, but only for the person who is nearest and only for that one specific, likely unfortunate moment in their life. Uh, you, as they do, uh, when you approach it, you see the the cracking of the world. You see the, the, the fires. You see the woman in green with scarlet hair. Uh, you see the end of the world as your final moments. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Anything else? Anything else? I think that that's good. Yeah. All right. That's what you know. Well, it seems what we have here is some sort of tapestry of fate. Seems to be spun from the threads from the discarded from the loom of fate. I mean, the loom of fate. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. <clears throat> yeah. So sometimes it's like you know, strands get loose, snagged somewhere, and discarded, and you know, people do gather them every now and then, and it seems to be quite a handiwork. It's a hand. It's a handiwork. It's totally that. <laughs> How do you get a piece from the loom of fate? Yeah, I feel like it would be beyond anything that any artificer would be able to create. I mean, the Empress herself, right? I mean, the loom of fate is what's spun by the pattern spiders. You probably have to go to the loom itself, which is in heaven. You know, it's an ordeal, but yes. I, I think it would be, it would be harder just to get it because, you know, you have to deal with spiders, like giant spiders. No, thank you. I also had hard pass. Hard pass for me. <clears throat> I mean, you saw the woman in there, correct? Yes. That's got to mean something we've got to be dealing with, right? I mean, from what I got, she's connected to some final moments of my life, it seems. That's what you know, we're hearing. I guess we're all going to be facing similar doom and it's connected to her. It would have been nice if you saw something different, but I'll take it. If he saw the same thing and it's supposed to be the end, then it does imply that we all meet the same fate, does it not? But that's only like our, our current fate, right? We could change our fate. I mean, not no one can all, tell... Not if we're all hitting the same wall. Right, so we have to run into a different wall. I could do that. And he goes and he charges at uh, the starboard bow of the ship until he, he hits into the mast and uh, falls over on the ground. He's so charmed to become immaterial and just pass through. <laughs> um, yeah, I dodge the He's wall. too drunk to use his dodge charms. <laughs> uh, so then that, that does bring up one interesting uh, thing that you would know with a 13, um, that generally speaking, when something is woven into the Luma Fate, it is set. This is the future. This is what's going to happen. However, when exalts are involved, and specifically the expenditure of essence, it snarls things. Things can change, become harder to predict. Yeah, like we're not mortals, we're not necessarily bound to it, and mm -hmm. yeah, we ha we can impose our will on it. Yep. Like there is something else in Exalted that does impose <laughs> strict thing, but that's none of our business here. <laughs> if uh, I guess I as Rich have a question because we know about the the two major power factions of. Mm -hmm. The Isle, the right? world, yeah. So, have we made the connection that this lady seems like one of those people? 
that would be made that like is it i have so i'm like is it a, the, a natural connection to me what are the two factions you're talking about memnon and uh the rose uh, black yeah yeah rose black tempest Najal. tempest Nijal. and she yeah. is a woman with i believe red hair that also wears green armor and we have had uh, other visions uh, well, with her being connected to probably like red hair might be a bit more popular in the blessed isle because that's a lot of people are descended from the Scarlet Empress, and it carries to the lineage. Like, uh, yeah, Naimon looks like uh, you know her mother, mm. Scarlet Empress. Tepederada looks like her whatever ancestor, the Scarlet Empress. Other people, you know, resemble that. But but how many of them have the uh, the green armor? She's got green armor. I, and I'm sure that with Jade being popular and everything like that, that's not necessarily also like a dead giveaway. Yeah. I'm sure on the Blessed Isles, there are plenty of people that have Jade armor. But how many of them? This is a prophecy about the world ending, and we have, it seems like, rumblings of things going on on the Blessed Isle. Maybe this is almost more metaphorical. Our world is not necessarily going to be destroyed, but it is going to be irrevocably changed. I don't know how the Loom of Faith works. And her actions might be... Exactly. It could have to do something with... with, with something she's going to do, some sort of war effort. Or maybe she does destroy... Uh, the world accidentally in trying to achieve some sort of victory but i can only i would think that only somebody of that kind of power would be able to bring something like this to bear and maybe that's foolish of me maybe there is some wish wearing green armor somewhere else entirely different who's going to enact this but uh seems less likely yeah well we'd be fools to ignore it but at this time there's nothing we can do to that's true. storm her castle and say give us your life <laughs> that's that's a good plan Jerome. i i like that not plan a, that's why you're the smart one not, not a plan. plan not a plan not a plan um Last storm the castle Uber, storm the castle that's ahead of temperate she was still in the north with the red piss legion so you know she's not on the best of the aisle okay yeah wait they're called the red piss legion well, that's the colloquial name, name, you know, the Tepet Legion, you know, the Red Legion, so on, so on. But they had some problems, you know, being defeated by the Blue of the North and so on that, you know, she used to be like, everybody thought that Tepet Rada was the heir apparent to the Scarlet Throne. But after her campaign in the North that failed miserably, people are having second thoughts on that. I, I got I to read a book. This is amazing. I, I didn't know any of this. Well, go figure. If you're going to be, it will the, be the book eventually. Sure. Yeah. But if you're the successor to the Empress, you should not be losing. Well, the successor in, to the Empress technically is the Regent Foku, but he's just a puppet. Everybody knows that. Hmm. And so I, on, so on. I didn't know that. Where did you politics know that? here? <laughs> Sorry? Where was, this, where was the campaign she held? Uh, up in the north by the uh, Ice Walker tribes area. Again, she fought near you know, the north, which would be, uh, I think, well, now it's called the Killing Fields, I think, because of the slaughter of the, you know, Vermilion Legion. Hmm. I mean, if you have a, uh, we'll go follow the map and show, okay, this. Near the Wasting Tundra? Like, okay. like we're the, near the Wasting Tundra in that area? Uh, let's see. Let's just look at the map, maybe. Uh, where is that thing? Hey, we got maps. We got maps. <laughs> yeah, because Blue North thinks is Diamond Hearth, uh, or Mother's Hearth. Yeah, the, the, the Ice Plains. 
Yeah, just deep in the north continent, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, you're, you're talking of the Battle of Feudal Blood? Hopefully that, yeah. But she's still in the north, so far yeah. as we know. Yeah, at least, you know, at the start of the Exalt, I think she would be in the north. How things progressed since... Who knows? After the GM. <laughs> Well, we already know of abandoned... Hmm. At the very least, if her efforts aren't going well, I think that she's not ending the world just yet. We Best. already know of a few things that she could find in the North that would be pretty problematic. Is there even any possibility that whatever force has brought Pluton to this has him connected to her? That's the one thing that I really don't know. I, he has I, this understanding of this creature and whatever power could come from its remnants but what propelled him to do this this isn't just some mission of hatred because of his because of what we did maybe so, that's not it i don't know how these creatures are created but manipulating him I'm like sure promising him a resurrection if he carries out this thing what if he's angry? Again, I mean, people die all the time. And when you die, when you feel like you're in, uh, doing something that you should be doing, there is a sense of peace to that, whether you succeed or fail. Maybe needing to turn on his own students, but also having us kill him. I mean, yeah. Broke I'll... something. Maybe maybe he is against everything now. Maybe he's against the dragon blooded for setting him on the path where he would have to destroy ones that he cared for while simultaneously then being destroyed by us. So maybe there's enough hatred to go around in all directions. But like Sparrow said, to have knowledge about this thing looks to Sparrow. Correct me if I'm wrong, knowledge about the Inheritor is not common. That's an odd no, piece of history. It doesn't seem like Pluton's kind of thing. He was more hands-on, fighting the anathema, hunting it down sort of person. Right. And now he's, if, if we're right, and Pluton is hunting for remnants of this creature that could have been the end of the world if it wasn't dealt with, whether it was dealt with well or otherwise aside. Uh, he had to have gotten that knowledge and even leads on where some of the remains were somewhere. And I don't think you just wake up back from the dead with that in your head, or do you? No, we don't well, know. I mean, there are a lot of ghosts in the underworld that might have some knowledge. A lot of them are old, so he could have gained something from one of them, but who would be his mentor? I think that's the question. Because even mm. if we deal with Pluton, there's somebody behind him, right? Yes. Malik knows someone who might be a perfect mentor for that, but that's his personal buddy. <laughs> yeah, we don't know that. <laughs> as I say, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Doesn't no. look like anything to me. <laughs> well, uh, either way, Dirham says, starting to roll up the the tapestry, the piece of the loom. Um, thank you, Sparrow. This has been useful. But I think we all should probably get to sleep before Adramel concusses himself again on the, the from the floor. Adramel gives like a thumbs up. We are helpful. Uba's there, lifting your arm a little bit to help you to get it into position. Thank you. <laughs> okay, and the night concludes. With uh, with your uh, differing differing levels of revelry. Thank you so much for taking the time to enjoy our show. Come back next week for the next part of our adventure, or join our newest Patreon supporter, Red Comet, as well as our other generous patrons, Bubble Dirt, Nova Phoenix, and the Piahu for early access to the next episode, as well as a Patreon-exclusive campaign of Rippers. And of course, don't forget to check out our tutorials and video plays on YouTube at The RPG Blender. There is exciting new content coming soon, so help out the channel with a subscribe. 
And if you want to stay up to date on our releases, you can join our Discord or find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or your podcast app of choice. Music is The Punk Rock Show by My Free Mickey. Copyright 2012. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License. Thank you again, and remember, there's gaming outside the Forgotten Realms. Thank you.